So I'm back on the radio and I started a collaboration. As a matter of fact, it all started on Monday, August 29th. Who am I on with? What do we talk about? We'll discuss it. As well, another collaborator, a former NHL coach, said on this man's show that the Canadians have to be very careful that they don't burn one of their young prospects. Who was he talking about and what was he referring to? And this sports radio host says he's not sure that Jonathan Drouin will start the season with the Montreal Canadiens. I talk about all this and more with Jean-Charles Lajoie of BPM Sport and TVA Sport right here on the Sick Podcast. I'm Marinaro. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. With Tony Maradero. The sickest Montreal Canadiens podcast. And now, a 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters of the famous forum in Montreal. The Canadiens win the Stanley Cup. Sports entertainment like no other. Brought to you by 8.6 Beer. Intense by nature. And Lacage. If the last time you went to Lacage was when the Habs won the Cup, it's time you went back to Lacage. The menu will surprise you. Marinaro live from Spain, and that's why you don't have the sick podcast background, and you don't see my 8.6 beer either. Uh, should the internet not be stable, and should it uh, actually blur for a second or two, please bear with us. The signal is obviously stronger back home. In Canada, but it's brought to you by 8.6 Beer Intense by Nature, the beer for those who follow their instinct and live their passions in order to make their mark. And La Cage, if the last time you went to La Cage was when the Habs won the Cup, it's time you go back to La Cage. The menu will surprise you. I am a collaborator on Jean-Charles Lajoie's radio show at BPM Sport Monday to Friday. Our segment goes at around 8.05 a.m., last give or take about 15 minutes. I go on and I speak franglais. Today, he comes on the sick podcast and he's going to speak English. Oh. <laughs> Tony, you're so great, my friend. You're the one and only, the legendary Tony Marinaro. Hey. Uh. J'ai eu un fun fou à t'écouter en anglais depuis très longtemps. Wow! Formidable! Formidable! All right. Quelle introduction! C'est formidable! Uh, Quel communicateur! Okay. So, we're, we're going to try as much as we can in English, but if you want to throw a few French words in there, no problem at all. But a lot of people were wondering where I was going. I told them I was going to concentrate on my podcast, which I am. I have a lot of news regarding that coming out soon. I am a collaborator on your radio show about 15 minutes a day on BPM Spar 91.9 FM out of Montreal. I will be a collaborator on your uh, GAC TV Aspar. Uh, that's coming up starting September 19th, another 15 minutes there. That show goes from Monday to Friday between 5 p.m. and 7 p.m. I'll be on Monday to Thursday, somewhere in the 5 o'clock hour. So with those 30 minutes a day, it leaves me ample time to concentrate on my podcast, and for that, I thank you. And you know that when you called me, I told you, JC, if I'm going to go work radio or TV, I would only do it with you. And I'm happy that I am. Et c'est un grand honneur que tu me fais, vraiment. J'ai tellement de... I had so much respect for you. 
as you know. Thank you. Likewise. Um, and uh, pour moi, tu seras, you will be the rookie of the year in French, but you're the player of the year in English since 20 years ago. Now. Thank uh, you. Je suis très, très honoré, très content. Euh, et, et continue de me parler en anglais. Je vais te répondre en français. Ça va être plus simple. Parce que sinon, je vais m'en... Tu sais que moi, je, je, moi là, quand I ma mère m'a dit... Ma mère a dit, parle comme du monde ou ferme ta gueule. OK, et no problem. Le conseil, mais ça m'a fait un blocage en anglais. All right, quand so now listen. York, quand, Speak quand in French. York, quand, OK. And I'll translate, okay. but you know this. Okay. I've wanted to do a bilingual show for a long time, and I think yes. I told you this and over 10 years ago. You and I used to work together. Did we work together on Sanzes Poussin, or was it La Taca Sank at that time? Or was it La both? La Taca Sank. It, it was, was La Taca Sank. Yeah. yeah. The night and you so called me, uh, uh, j'ai le numéro de Pizza Hut dans mon cellulaire. Je l'ai encore, d'ailleurs. That's right. Bon, that's pizza. right. C'est bon. Uh, all right. Okay. So, anyway, we're finally working together. You got a great show weekdays uh, at BPM Spa between 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. I'm very happy to be a part of it. So, that's it. I wanted everyone to know what we were going to be doing. You have fantastic collaborators on your show Just to name a few, Bob Hartley is one. Denny Kadad is another. Réjean Tremblay is another. Uh, would you like to add some of the collaborators that you have? Qui d'autre? Uh, Philippe Boucher. Philippe Boucher was uh, there every morning, uh, 10 before 8, 10 before you. Um, yes. Et les invités que tu veux entendre. Uh, Dominique Ducharme was there this week. And um, this morning, we had Vladislav Tretiak. Uh, in this uh, 50th anniversary of the um, le premier match de la série du siècle, the first game yes. of the, the, yeah. That's a fantastic guest. I don't know how you landed that one, but good for you. It means you have more contacts than I do. All right, okay. When I joined <laughs> you earlier this week, I don't think so. I want to talk to you about Jonathan Drouin because you said you wouldn't be surprised if Drouin starts the season in Montreal Tell me your reasoning, but I'm going to tell you right away, I disagree with you. Go ahead. Yeah. Je suis certain que tu es en désaccord, puis je suis en accord avec ton désaccord. Okay. Part. Uh, I agree with your disagree, but je pense que dans le plan de Kent Hughes, il y a un attaquant de trop. Et cet attaquant-là doit être un attaquant qui gagne au moins 4 millions par saison, idéalement 5.5. Jonathan Drouin gagne 5.5. Je pense que ça n'a rien à voir avec les qualités de joueur de hockey de Jonathan Drouin. Je pense que Kent Hughes doit libérer un contrat et un spot pour Yorav Slavskowski, notamment une chaise, un casier dans le vestiaire pour le match numéro un de la saison. Donc, pour moi, le plan A, c'est... Le plan, c'est de libérer un contrat. Le plan A, c'est de libérer Jonathan Drouin mais j'ai l'impression qu'il va être là au départ de la saison parce que j'ai l'impression que Kent Hughes ne sera pas capable d'échanger Jonathan Drouin. So, Jean-Charles says that he thinks that there's one winger too many on this team and that they have to make room for Uri Slavkowski. He thinks that Kent Hughes wants to part ways with a contract that's over $4 million. Jonathan Drouin's contract is $5.5 million, but in the end, he thinks it's going to be too hard for Kent Hughes to do it. He thinks he'll stay but he wouldn't be surprised if he could trade him. He says he will. I believe they're going to hold on to him. 
try and make him play, try and make him pick up points, get his value up because his value at is a low right now. If he can get his value up and they get a little bit more from also, he's going to be more enticing to other teams come trade deadline day because at that point, the other teams that will pick him up will only have about a month and a half salary to pay instead of paying about seven and a half months salary. Okay, we got that out of the way. Bob Harley, former NHL coach, one of your great collaborators on your show, uh, has has uh, sent out a message to the Canadians saying, be careful you don't burn your eyes, Slavkowski. What does he mean by that? L'expérience du passé. Bob uh, a eu une expérience douloureuse avec Sven Barchi. Uh, tout le monde se rappelle ou pas de Sven Barchi, uh, alors que la pression était forte pour garder ce jeune joueur dans l'alignement de l'équipe qu'il dirigeait à l'époque et lui donner du temps de glace. Et Bob est même allé jusqu'à dire cette semaine à l'antenne qu'il aimerait reparler à Sven Barchi pour s'excuser de sa conduite à son endroit parce que selon lui, c'était une erreur grave de, lui, de le faire graduer dans la Ligue nationale à un si jeune âge alors qu'il n'était pas prêt et de lui donner du temps de glace qu'il est encore moins prêt à assumer. Et il a peur que le Canadien commette la même erreur avec Yoram Slavskowski. So one second, so I could just translate. Bob Hartley said that he thought that uh, Sven Barchi, he brought him up too early to play in the National Hockey League. He believes he burned them by that because it put too much pressure on him and said that if he has a chance to talk to Sven Barchi one more time, he will personally apologize for putting apologize, him in that position yeah. to bring him up early. And he's hoping that the Canadians don't do the same thing with Uri Slavkowski. Okay, but I'll say this. Is, is, is Bob saying that Slavkowski shouldn't start in Montreal? Is that what he's saying? No, no, no. C'est pas ce qu'il a dit parce qu'il le connaît pas assez. Puis Bob prend pas ce genre de liberté-là. Mais il va le regarder dans le camp d'entraînement, il va le regarder dans les matchs pré-saison, puis il va avoir une meilleure tête après. Mais il est nerveux que l'on fasse graduer, pour avoir une belle histoire à raconter, que l'on fasse graduer le premier choix. Mais Tony, tu sais, il y a combien de premiers choix overall dans les 20 dernières années qui n'ont pas gradué immédiatement avec, avec leur équipe de la Ligue nationale? Yeah, Jean-Charles asks how many players were drafted first overall and didn't end up playing in the National Hockey League right away. The one that I can think of right off the bat is Owen Power a couple of years ago with the yeah. Buffalo Sabres, but you're right, there's not many. Et Owen Power s'est rapporté dès que sa saison collégiale s'est terminée. Il s'était déjà commis pour jouer une dernière saison dans la NCAA. Yeah. Dès que la saison a fini, il s'est rapporté à Buffalo. Alors, et l'autre, on s'en rappelle, c'est Niall Yakupov qui est parti en KHL à Edmonton, mais il est revenu au fait et au fait, il était rentré dans l'alignement des Oilers. Fait que c'est deux motifs qui ne sont pas un motif de « je me présente au camp d'entraînement puis je ne fais pas l'équipe parce que l'équipe décide que je ne suis pas prêt. » Est-ce que « but can't use Jeff Gorton, Gorton use associates, always said think outside of the box. Yes. » Est-ce qu'ils vont penser à l'extérieur de la boîte et retourner Slavkowski dans les rangs amateurs, c'est à voir. All right, so Jean-Charles says they've always said think outside the box. Does that mean that they're going to send Uri Slavkowski down to play either in Laval or back overseas? He can even play in the CHL if he wants to. I think they've made up their mind, Jean-Charles. I don't think it really matters what's going to happen in the preseason. Look, I'm going to give you an example. There's players that have had great preseasons in the past. Guillaume Latondres is one. Mike Ribeiro is another. And yes, I know that I'm going back 20 years or whatever it is. Having said that, 
those players, if you look back on their career, you would say that they probably started one year too early in the National Hockey League, right? Yeah. So I don't think it matters. Like Slavkowski can have an amazing preseason and still might not be ready. But I think they look at Slavkowski. He's big enough. He's strong enough. He's mature enough. And he's talented enough. And because they're also going through a rebuild and there's no pressure of winning games, as a matter of fact, if they don't win many, it's not the end of the world. And what they want to give the fans right now is something to get excited about. If it's not going to be wins, it's going to be entertainment. Add all of those reasons up. I'm pretty convinced that Slavkowski will start the season in Montreal. I'm totally agree with you. It's about time you agree with me. You know, when you agree with me, <laughs> when you agree with me, you make sense. You know that? that it's a sense. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Hey, listen, go ahead. We had our honeymoon. Hey, We've been new- together five days on the radio. We yeah. haven't argued yeah. yet. Is the honeymoon over next week? Moi, je pense que oui. Je pense que ça va durer. Je pense que ça va durer. Entre hommes de bonne volonté. Mais sur Slavskowski, l'erreur que les gens font respectueusement et les observateurs c'est de voir la game toujours dans la lunette des X et O. Il ne faut jamais oublier qu'on est dans une industrie, une industrie de sport-spectacle qui tient et qui s'autofinance par la valeur du ticket qu'on vend. Et on ne peut pas être étranger à ça quand on prend des décisions. Puis là, il y a des puristes qui vont dire « Qui c'est ça, ce gars-là? En plus, il ne parle même pas anglais. Sortez-moi ça de là. Hein, » Ça marche de même. Tu as des tickets à vendre, il faut que tu maintiennes la valeur des tickets. Pour ça, il faut que tu aies des bonnes histoires à raconter. La meilleure histoire, c'est la victoire. On sait qu'on ne l'aura pas, cette histoire-là. Il nous reste quoi? Les kids. Les kids, c'est Slavskowski, c'est Harris, c'est Goulet, puis c'est Barron à la défense. Ça va être ça, l'histoire, Stan. Well, Jean-Charles says, listen, the story of the year is not going to be winning. It's not going to be a great team. It's not going to be a team that's going to make the playoffs. So at that point, if you're selling your tickets for high and a couple of hundred dollars, you're going to have to give people something to get excited about. What they're going to get excited about is the kids. It's Lovkowski. It's Harris. It's Barron. It's kids like that. And let's not forget Cole Caulfield, who, of course, is still a kid. Marinero, the sick podcast shop, all your sports license, lifestyle apparel, including hoodies, caps, T-shirts of your favorite teams from all major leagues, as well as our sick merchandise at sportbuffshop.com. Use code SICK10 for 10% off on all of their items. And I want to let everyone know, if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, you can comment SICK, S-I-C-K. If you're listening on audio, please leave us a five-star review and write SICK. I think we took a lot of people by surprise today by doing a bilingual franglais, English type of SICK podcast. But you know what? It's different. And you and I, Jean-Charles, we are different from the rest. I believe, and I say this in all humility, that we've had the success we've had because we're wired differently than the rest. We think differently than the rest. We will right. do things differently from the rest. I all look right. forward to talking to you Monday to Friday at BPM Spar, Monday to Thursday on TVA Spar, which is going to start on the 19th of September. You and I, we're going to have a lot of fun. A lot. For sure. For sure. You, I, and all the people who will listen up. I can't wait to start bringing you desserts in studio. <laughs> Je suis surpris. Tu n'as toujours rien amené. Tu n'as rien fait livrer. Where's the cannoli? 
They're, they're, they're coming. They're com- I'm in Spain right now. I will be for at least one more week, but I will join you in studio at TV Aspar on the September, on the 19th of September. I wouldn't mind passing by the radio station as well one of these days when I get back as well, because I, you know, as much as it's convenient to do things at a distance, it's amazing for my personal life to tell you the truth. There is that interaction of face to face, which is one of the reasons why I like the podcast, because even though we're not in the same room, it feels like we are. You're a busy guy. I appreciate you giving me a couple of minutes. I appreciate the opportunity you gave me to work on the, on the French side. I've wanted to do it for a long time. I thought it would be a huge challenge. I was ready to take the jump. And you know what? I've loved my first week. I love the people. I received so many messages. And I think we're in for a long ride. At least I hope so. Et aussi différent que si tu es, tu fais l'unanimité jusqu'à maintenant. J'ai pas eu un mauvais commentaire. No bad comments. Aucun mauvais commentaire sur ton travail. Je sais que j'en aurais pas. Les gens en veulent. Ils en veulent plus. Ils en redemandent. Merci infiniment de l'invitation. Désolé de ma mauvaise compréhension. J'avais compris qu'on faisait ça en franglais, toi, en anglais, en français, Désolé et merci à tous tes nombreux followers d'avoir euh, accepté de subir mon français à travers ton, ton, excellent, euh, ton excellent anglais. C'est vraiment so, un grand privilège et merci infiniment. So Jean-Charles apologizes that he actually did the most of it in French. I said it's okay. I was able to translate anyway for the first time ever on my podcast. We went 18 minutes long. You see Jean-Charles? I don't do everything in 60 seconds. I can even do podcasts in 18 minutes. Salut, mon chum. Thank you for joining me on the Sick Podcast. Ciao, Tony. And I hope you'll join me from time to time, okay? Merci. Ciao, bello. Salut, mon vieux. Bye-bye. Marinero, one of a kind. It was Franglais. It was English. It was the Sick Podcast. Life, me in Spain, him and Shefford. It's unbelievable. Ciao for now. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow The Sick Podcast with Tony Marinero on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by 8.6, Intense by Nature, and Lakage. If the last time you went to Lakage was when the Habs won the cup, it's time you went back to Lakage. The menu will surprise you. <laughs>